babe. Say, how about a little... Ouch! Does that answer your question, buddy? The Adventures of Maisie, starring Ann Southern. You all remember Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer's famous Maisie pictures. In just a moment, you'll hear Maisie in radio, starring the same glamorous star you all went to see and loved on the screen, Ann Southern. But first, your announcer. Southern as Maisie. Yep, I'm Maisie, like the fella said, Maisie Revere. No, I'm not related to the Revere that rode to Boston on a horse. But with the kind of hard work I've been doing all my life, I'm probably related to the horse. Last week, my agent finally called me up for a job out of town. Well, as far as I'm concerned, he needn't have wasted a slug. I was supposed to be the assistant to Waldo, the mind reader. But as soon as I got out here and Waldo looked me over, it wasn't hard to read what was on his mind. Well, I didn't relish being stranded in this here town, which is so small, Rand must have put it on the map when McNally wasn't looking. And I had to get a job, so I just gave a pep talk to my feet and headed for the office of the local newspaper. And tonight's fight between Killer Flanagan and Spike McCluskey, which the Chronicle is sponsoring for the Milk Fund benefit, is a complete sellout. Uh, pardon me, mister. The I local like charities it. have ignored our demands. The underprivileged babies in this town need attention. But if you don't mind, chum, this underprivileged baby can use a hunk of attention, too. Children in our town need to have milk, and we have to put our shoulders to the wheel. You ain't going to get much milk that way. You ain't going to get much milk... Now, look what you made me do, miss. Okay, so I owe you a sheet of paper. Oh, forget it. What can I do... For you? <laughs> no hurry, chum. I'll just wait till your eyes move back into your head. All I want is a copy of your newspaper. Uh, miss, this is the office. We don't sell the papers here. Oh, well, well I don't want to buy it. I just want to rummage through your help-wanted column. Oh, just borrow a copy, huh? Uh-huh. Look, lady, we're in the business of making money. Well, that's why I'd like to read the help-wanted ads. I'd like to get in that business, too. Oh. Uh-huh. How's about glancing through the want ads, handsome? Oh, <laughs> do you uh, really think I'm handsome? When I'm in a spot like this, anybody's handsome. Oh. <laughs> what say? Uh, well, miss, I'm really sorry, but this is a small town, and we don't run a help-wanted column. Oh. I'm sorry, miss. Anything else I can do? Boss, I'm stuck again. Help me out, will you? Mickey, can't you see I'm busy? Oh, pardon me. I didn't know... <whistles> Notice. Hmm. Uh, don't mind, Mickey, miss. He's my, uh, cub reporter. What kind of cub? Wolf? Well, Mickey, what is it this time? That you put somebody's name in the obituary column by mistake again? 
Well, if you did, just put his name in the birth column tomorrow and give him a fresh start in life. <laughs> it's not that, Mr. Moody. It's the advice to the lovelorn column this time. I'm stuck on the daily Romeo and Juliet poem. Oh, fine. Okay, Shakespeare Jenkins, let's hear how far you've gotten. Here it is. To Romeo. I think of thee when I is happy. I think of thee when I is blue. And when the rain drips on my window pane. Well, go on. That's where I'm stuck. Oh. And when the rain drips on my window pane. Each drip reminds me of you. No, that won't do. Hey, I think it's great. Oh. It gives that corny romance you cooked up for the column the touch of humor it's been lacking. Hey, let's hear the rest of it. Okay. In my dreams I picture thee, thine hair so fair, thine eyes so hazel. Let's see now. Hair, fair, eyes, hazel. Uh, I will make a happy bride when we... Um, when we, uh, when uh, we march down that middle azel. Oh, brother. Hey, that's good. Very good. It is? Boss, you've been working too hard. Well, that's better than not working at all, if you know what I mean, boss. <laughs> yeah. yeah, why not? You need help on that advice to the lovelorn column, Mickey. Oh, but, but Female boss. help. Uh, now, look, Miss, uh, Miss... And uh, Nancy uh, Revere, but you can call me Miss Bleeding Heart for short. What do you say? Am I hired, boss? Look, Mr. Moody, you can't do this to me. I think... Yes, handsome. Um, what do you think? I think you ought to hire her. Good. When do I start? Right now. Um, Maisie, have you made any plans about having lunch? Uh, no. Fine. Then you can work right straight through without any interruption. See you later. Oh. A woman hater, huh? Ah, he's married. Oh, I guess that's why. Well, Mickey, let's get to work. Sure. But first, I'll have to tell you about these Romeo and Juliet letters. You see, Maisie, the whole thing started. So, when these love letters and poems started coming from all over the country, signed Romeo, mm -hmm. I got the bright idea of printing them and writing poems and answers in the same column, signed Juliet. You mean, Mickey, that you're Juliet? You wrote all those love letters? Uh-huh. Pretty romantic, huh? I'll say. If you don't watch yourself, Mickey, the birds and bees are going to follow you around taking notes. But, hey, I suppose this here Romeo finds out that the one he's madly in love with and wants to marry is you. Gosh, yeah, that would be awful. Mm. I'm already sort of engaged, you know. Oh, well, I guess there's nothing to worry about, Dad. This Romeo must be some crackpot who's doing this for laughs anyway. I don't think so, Maisie. This last poem you wrote is so hot it could have steamed open the envelope by itself. Yeah. Across the void of space and time, I send this deep impassioned rhyme. Mine drab existence thou hast changeth. We'll meet some day if the fates arrangeth. Signed, Romeo. P.S. Please excuse the pencil. Gosh, that's beautiful. Do you think my, I mean, our poem to Romeo is just as good? Good. It'll make Nick Kenny turn over in his column. Just listen again, Mickey. Each night when I to bed retire, I cover up because I perspire. And dream of you, my big, strong lion, 
If I be thine, will thine be mine? Sincerely yours, Julius. <sighs> beautiful, Maisie, beautiful. How did you learn to write poems like that? Well, when you're out on the road as much as me, you come across all those Burma shave ads, and some of it's bound to rub off on you. Well, I've got the layout for the fight all fixed and ready to go to press. Oh, good. Here's the column, Chief. Cut it in half and we'll run it. In half? To the bone. We're going to need every inch of space to publicize the Mook Fun fight tonight. If it isn't a complete sellout, there are going to be a lot of hungry kids in this town, not to mention a couple of hungry newspaper men. Yeah, Maisie. The boss himself here put up a $10,000 guarantee to get the champ, Spike McCloskey, to fight Flanagan. Gosh, you got 10000 bucks, Mr. Moody? I didn't know you was a millionaire. Uh, I'm not, Maisie. The bank loaned me the money with the newspaper as security. Oh. If anything goes wrong with that fight, you can make reservations for me at the um, poorhouse. What can go wrong, boss? It's a great match. The whole town's bound to show up to watch the local boy who made good, Spike McCloskey. McCloskey? Yeah. Well, see, ain't he the fighter I just read about in the paper? Spike McCloskey, the atomic bum. Bum? That should have read atomic bomb. Mickey. Uh, sorry, boss. I guess I made a slight typographical error. Well, I hope you're wrong. Well, don't worry, boss. That McCloskey's real good. I remember reading in a paper once where he fought a guy 40 pounds heavier than him and took him just like Lee took Richmond. Uh, Maisie, that's like Grant took Richmond. This was a southern paper. <laughs> No, 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 Spike. Hit the bag. I said hit it, not caress it. It ain't a dame, you know. It isn't a dame, Kelly. Not ain't, you ignoramnibus. Sometimes I despair of learning you anything. Okay, ain't, isn't, isn't, ain't. So I ain't, I mean I isn't a college professor. Now, you gotta be in shape, Spike. This Flanagan schmo is a palooka, but the way you've been training lately, but a second round tonight, you're gonna be hearing bells. And I don't mean from St. Mary. Yeah, I don't know, Mac, I don't know. My heart aches, and a drowsy numbness pains my sense, as though of hemlock I had drunk. Now, please, Spike, stop already with that Shakespeare. That's Keats, you nimskull. That's numbskull. Well, I was close. Mac, uh, where is the copy of today's Chronicle? Now, look, Spike, it ain't there. Grammar, chum, grammar. Okay, okay, it isn't out yet, and you ain't got nothing to worry about. Your picture's sure to be in there. No, wait. In who is proclaimed about my likeness in said publication, hey? I am consigned vitally with a certain column to wit, advice to the lovelorn, unto it. And I am trainer no longer till I read what my beloved Juliet has wrote to me. Remove off my gloves, please. Now look, Romeo, the fight's tonight, when it's all over tomorrow. Tomorrow and, you... and tomorrow and tomorrow. Crooks and... Look, Spike, what? enough already with that Kate stuff. Ah, that Shakespeare, you got no culture. Uh, from all the fighters in the world, I gotta pick myself one that can read. Now look, Spike, this here poetry stuff's a lot of malarkey. Hey, look, I... you just say that because you got no soul. Now me, I am lousy with soul. That, perchance, is why Juliet feels likewise about me. Ah, Juliet and Romeo. That is a match that is made in heaven. What about the match which is made at the stadium tonight? Look, Mac, I gotta see it. That's all there is to it. Juliet maketh my heart to yearn. Juliet maketh my heart to burn. Uh, now you got heartburn, too, huh? 
If only I didn't go soft and stop you from sending that first poem to that there newspaper. Here's my fate, Mac. Find me, Juliet. I have spake. <laughs> from nothing, Moody. Either I get my picture in the paper like Spike McClasky or else. Or else what, Flanagan? Or else they don't fight McClasky tonight. As a matter of fact, I got a half a mind to walk out on the belt right now. You What did you say? He said he's got half a mind. Yeah, and don't you forget it. Okay, Flanagan. We'll give you some publicity, too. I want you should concentrate special on pitches. Lots of pitches on my right side, on my left side. And on your back. Yeah, and on my... Wait a minute. Kelly! Hiya, killer. Didn't recognize you standing up. Leave us not be sarcastic, chum. Your stumble-bum McCloskey is all set to fight me tonight, I take it. And you're gonna get it. Oh, yeah? Don't you kid yourself, babe. I can lick any man with one hand. Yeah, but McCloskey's got two hands. I know, I know. I can count. Well, you could have fooled me. Okay, Flanagan, come on. I'll take a couple of shots of you for the paper. And remember to smile pretty Flanagan and show you too. I'll do that. Say, babe, you're a pretty hep chick. How's about going out tonight after the fight with a winner? Oh, I'd love to. Maybe we can get a girl for you, too. Yeah, that'd be a swell. I... Hey, wait a minute. Come on, killer. Your public's waiting. Hey, quite a doll, that Flanagan, huh, miss? Yeah. I just love the cute way his nose turns up and down and up again. Um, you're McCloskey's manager, I gather. You gather real good, babe. And right now, I got a problem. I got to talk to Miss Bleeding Card. Oh, well, that's me. Start bleeding. Does this mean something to you? And my Juliet, oh, how I miss her. Oh, wouldst I could just see her kiss her? Um, yeah. Yeah, that was one of the poems Romeo sent into this column. Uh-huh. Of course, that wasn't one of his best, but... Say... You're not Romeo. No, I ain't got no rocks in my head. Now, it's my boy, McCluskey. He's Romeo? Oh, no. Oh, yeah, the same. With that Tennyson, Swinebrain, Browning, and... Uh, what's the name of Browning's wife again? Mrs. Browning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. And guess what, sister? Spike ain't fighting tonight till he meets that there Juliet twist in the flesh. I gotta bring her back to him right now. But he... I mean, she... I mean, uh, Mickey. If he don't see her, there ain't going to be no fisticuffs tonight. But the milk's fun and the boss's money. You're kidding. Uh-uh. McCluskey's been smit like nobody ever before been smut. Uh, yeah, Maisie, what is it, a scoop, maybe? Yeah, but you may not get a chance to read it. Get your code, Mickey. It's about Romeo. Romeo? Why, I... I... Romeo's the fighter, Spike McCloskey. Ay, ay, ay. The Adventures of Maisie, starring Ann Southern, will continue in just a moment.
And now, back to Maisie. This must be Romeo's. I mean, Spike McCloskey's dressing room, Maisie. Well, here goes. I'm sort of scared, Maisie. Well, who isn't? But we got to convince McCloskey that he just has to fight tonight. Everything depends on it. But please be careful, Maisie. If he finds out I'm Juliet, he'll tear me into little pieces. Entree, silver plate. Ah, good evening, folks. I have just been absorbed in a hunk of classical music. My favorite piece, Schubert's Unfinished Symphony. Uh, yeah, well, um, Mr. McCloskey, we're from the Chronicle. Oh, the newspaper, yeah, and Kelly sent you. Mm-hmm. You have news of her, pray? Well, um... Yes. I am praying. Ah, do sit down, do. At last, the one purpose of my life nears fulfillment. I have but one desire, to find Juliet and crush her in my arms. I think I'll go home. i got to wash out a few things. Don't you dare, Mickey. Mr. McCloskey, well, I suppose she, uh, well, didn't have exactly the beautiful complexion you expected from her letters. Tis not Juliet's face that I am enameled of. Tis her soul, so gentle, so kind. So long. Sit down, Mickey. Uh, Spike, right after the fight. No, no, I will not be stilled off no longer. Either you present Juliet to me insolently, or I do not fight tonight. Well, Mickey, the milk fund and Walter's paper is at stake, so I guess Romeo has to learn the truth. But, Maisie, you can't. Romeo, will you fight tonight if you see Juliet? I will. I'm wilting, too. Well, in that case, I'll have to tell you. Romeo, your Juliet is... Now I lay me down to sleep. Your Juliet is me. Maisie. Ah, come, let me hold you tenderly in my arms, Juliet. Ah, how do I love thee? Let me count the ways. Well, we'll count later. First, you've got to get back in your training. Training? For what? For the fight tonight, you remember? For the fight, yeah. <laughs> you need not have to worry your pretty little conk about that, beloved. I don't. No. Now that we are together, we shall be together for fraternity. I shall not fight neither tonight nor never again. Oh, then we can not fight tonight? No fight, and beloved, I can see by the look in your eyes that thou art relieved, huh? And as the poets say, the eyes never lie. You want to bet? This is a lovely thing to happen with a fight two hours off, Mr. Kelly. Can't you change McCluskey's mind? After all, you're his manager. Ex-manager. Ex-manager. That there's gratitude for you. I teach Spike everything I know. And what's he turn out to be? A dope. Poor Maisie. Tied up with McCluskey until he dies. With that face, he'll never die. He'll just ugly away. Maisie, don't try to laugh your way out of this. You're responsible for all this. I guess, in a way, it's partly my fault. You said it, Mickey. You shouldn't have started it. You're not a woman. No, but for a while there, I was pretty close. Juliet! Oh, Juliet! There's a Jake now. I'm going to give that dog a piece of my mind. No, Walter. Not that he couldn't use another piece, but he'll hang one on you if you make him mad. Let me see what I can do. Alone. Juliet! Juliet! Wherefore art thou? I art here. But I art coming out. Ah, my Juliet, tis thou. I have been making beautiful plans for our future together. Goody, goody, come drop. On our honeymoon, my wondrous one. We shall go to Niagara Falls. Look, Spike, 
I just can't. Can't what? Mine enchanted tomato? I can't go weighing that down the kids in this town who could benefit by the fight tonight. And Walter Moody will have to return the money for the tickets sold and lose everything. Oh, fear not, beloved one. All those people that have made it possible that we should find each other, they will get what financially is coming to them. They will? Yes. After we are married, I shall devote my talents to cremating beautiful poetry and turn over the financial money from same to said injured parties. Happy, my dove? Oh, sure, sure. Uh-huh. Tis springtime. See them two little love boys up in yon tree there? Dost thou know what they are thinking of, beloved? Yeah, worms. Wait here a minute. Oh, Mr. Kelly. Yeah? Have any luck convincing Spike you should fight tonight, Maisie? No. There's just one angle left to try. Where's Killer Flanagan? Probably in his dressing room at the stadium, getting ready for a fight that ain't gonna be. Could be you're wrong. Look. Give me a ten-minute start, and then tell Romeo I've gone to see Flanagan. Little Maisie's going to make that guy out there fight if it's the last thing I do. And if the jealousy angle don't work, it might be the last thing I'll do. Well, Fred, you kind of switched from McClasky to me kind of sudden-like, didn't you? Well, I'm a sudden kind of dame killer. When I get the urge, I get the urge. Me, I'm the kind that likes a continental-type fella. That's me. What's William Powell got that I ain't got? Nothing. But yours has been knocked out of line a little. You know, babe, we could make beautiful music together. Yeah, but the music will keep, chum. Don't start fiddling around now. Oh, don't be that way. Juliet! Oh, Juliet! Kiss me, killer, quick. Sure, babe. Juliet! See? Just like I told you, Spike. Hey, what's coming off here? Say, what is this, a convention? Yeah, a couple can't get no privacy no more. Oh, Juliet, this is me, Romeo. Have you forgotten all about me? No, but I'm working on it. Maybe Juliet prefers the killer because he's her kind. Yeah, the fighting kind. The kind that shows it. In the ring. A guy with big, strong muscles. What's wrong with these muscles? Huh. I've seen bigger lumps in a dish of homemade oatmeal. Hey, look, babe, I would do anything for you. Anything. Killer here would do more than that. He'd fight for me, wouldn't you, Killer? Sure, kid. Nobody's gonna take you away from me now. Well, that doesn't kill her for you to creep you tools, Danelle of Parton Day. Put him up, name. Okay, they're up. Come and get it, Romeo. No, spy killer, not in here. Yeah, save it for the ring, fellas. We'll sell more popcorn that way. Now we're settling us here a fair to hunt right here. Step up, dreamboat. Here is where you get yourself launched. Oh, yeah? Stop them, Walter. They'll kill themselves for free. Hey, now look here, fellas, both of you. <clears throat> oh, Walter. Oh, Walter, get up. You didn't have to hit him, both of you, you big palookas. He was just trying to stop you so you'd fight in the stadium. He'll be coming out of it, lady. Maybe. You killed him, that's what you did. Walter, don't die. Please don't. I'll figure out some other way to make these two palookas fight in that ring. Oh, so that's it, Julia. You are just like all the other dames. Mercenary. Say, babe, what is all this? Was this whole thing some kind of trick? Yeah, it was all my fault, because Spike wouldn't fight. Now my boss, his poor, poor eye. Killer, 
We've been took. Yeah. By what do you expect, dames? Whenever you find them, what do they act like? Women. Now, look, boys, the fight is waiting on a big, fat place. Yeah, fellas. Please go into the ring. I'll stay here with Walter, and I'm sorry about the lie, Romeo. Honest, I am. Oh, well, think naught's of it, lady. One thing which one learns from the poets, philosophy. With my pal Killer here, I will depart for the pugilist ring, hey? Yeah, let's go. Yeah, and uh, say Spike, it's my turn to win this time. Your turn? Get him. Who won in Pittsburgh? You did. What, do you want to be a pig? Okay, okay. Then it's your turn. Name the round. Yeah, well, let's make it the third, eh, so we can catch the early train. Well, so long, Juliet. Parting is such sweet sorrow. Yeah, but it's much sweeter than meeting again. <laughs> so long, fellas, and thanks. Oh. Yeah, I think it's coming oh. out of it, Maisie. He sure has a big lump there. Either that or he's growing a second head. Oh, good girl, Maisie. You tried. You deserve a, a raise in salary. I'll give you five dollars a week more. Ten. Uh, Fifteen. I'll get some water. It's not modern. Yeah, do that. But for all that interference with everything, you you should get a cut. I should cut you twenty dollars. No, 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 no. Thirty. Thirty-five. Mac, quick with that water while I'm still making a living. In just a moment, we shall return to the adventures of Maisie. Once again, here's Maisie. Well, the fight went on as scheduled, and it was a big financial success. Those kids in town will have a little more than before. Yep. Giving is better than receiving, especially if you're a prize fighter. McCloskey and Killer Flanagan were real swell. They turned over their shares of the purses to the fund. You know, kids are funny things. They have soft little feet, but when they kick you in the heart, you really feel it. So, when a worthy cause comes up, don't say to yourself, I've never seen these unfortunates I'm contributing to, and I probably never will, and who'll know that I gave? The answer is simple. You'll know. Well, come on, feet. Gotta catch that bus back to New York now. just heard The Adventures of Maisie, starring Anne Southern. Maisie was written by Arthur Phillips. Original music was composed and conducted by Harry Zimmerman. Supporting cast included Hans Conried, Sheldon Leonard, Ted DeCorzia, Tommy Bernard, and Peter Lees. Jack McCoy speaking. <laughs>